Second. Hey, good good day and welcome to the final stand with Pastor John. And it looks like my Oh, it looks like the podcast hasn't gone live yet. It's not uh There you go. There it is live. All right. Well, good to see you all there. And and that we're doing that by faith. My my glasses are broken, you also so look, so if you notice something a little tilt with the glasses, they're broken. But we're going to get into um, what the Lord has put on my heart. And it is, I'll get into the narrative right away. On the prophetic. There was... Uh, some scriptures, the Lord, uh, a particular scripture, a particular scripture that the Lord uh, put in my, put in my heart, and it was Psalms twenty seven five. I, I was teaching it in a Bible study here in the morning when I felt the Lord had impressed me that morning with this scripture, and. Uh, Anyways, so let's go there, 27, Psalms 27, and then I'm going to share some more on this, because we are going to go into a season um, more than it is. I'm sorry, some of you people get upset when you hear this stuff, but nevertheless, um, you'd have been prepared years ago if you had listened, but whatever, now for what's happening, but that's okay. Um, We're here. Okay, so 27.5 of Psalms, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, tabernacle, shall he hide me, he shall set me up upon a rock. Okay, well, these glasses are broken. Okay, and I cannot see without them. So, anyways... Uh, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And I just really felt the Lord impress this on me. And now I've had a lot of visions and dreams. And and I believe that uh, this is is in conjunction to some of those visions and dreams. And I'm going to go ahead. And I've been sharing these dreams for years. In fact, each one of these dreams I've been sharing is, is goes back many years. So let's look at some of these dreams. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the dreams. You can look at them yourself. But I've shared here on my broadcast uh, that I've discerned and understood. Even as I saw in a, in a vision in 1979, in 1979, that persecution would come to America. So this is a long time ago, but I had that. I was 15 and I'm 57, but I remember clearly that I had a vision on persecution coming to America, 1979. Um, I've had different prophetic words over the years. Back when I was in my 20s, that the Lord told me he was going to shake the United States of America, but he told me he was going to shake the earth and a 
supernatural experience that I had with the Lord. And uh, that is going to happen. Um, I was on, prayer, on my face one time praying, and I asked the Lord to give me a word, and I heard as clear as day, there will be a shaking, there will be a breaking, there will be a quaking, and there will be a taking. That is what I heard. I heard it as clear as day. And I told the Lord, well, that's Greek. What does that mean? And I would say for the last 35 years, I've sought to understand all of what that means. That's honest. But I knew back then when the Lord spoke to me also that he was going to shake the heavens and the earth. And he told me that. And that's a scripture that's from um, Habakkuk. And where he talks about when he does that, he's going to transfer wealth. And and so that's a part of that whole uh, scripture. Uh, but he says, I'll shake the heavens and I'll shake the earth. And he talks about the uh, latter end of the temple being greater than the glory. And this was not something theologically that I studied. It's I had a visitation and the Lord told me that the church in the end times would be more glorious than the church of the, of the book of Acts. Now you say, well, there's a great falling away. Well, the Bible doesn't say that it can't be a great falling away and a remnant at the same time. In fact, the book of James quite contradicts that if you want to get the Bible involved in it. Okay. If you get into the book of James, and I'm going to get onto some of this stuff, but I'm just going to back up what I'm saying with scripture because I, I've been a pastor eight different times, so we're going to do that. All right. We should be able to back up what we're saying with scripture. Okay, so let's go to James real quickly. James chapter 5, verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth until it hath received the early and latter rain. But be also patient, establish your heart for the coming of the Lord draws nice. So for every text, there must be a context or it's a pretext. And in this scripture, he says the reason the Lord hasn't come is because it has to receive a latter rain. Not my opinion. This is Brother James. So if you want to get scripture involved with it, there you have it. Okay, so the Lord has talked to me about this stuff. And some of the things that he shared with me over the years is, I, I had a vision about persecution. I've shared more than one time on this subject. I don't remember all the dreams and visions I've had, to be honest. Uh, I believe I've had more visions and dreams on that um, than just that one. I don't remember, but there's videos on here um, about me sharing that what I felt, because sometimes these are things that I that I feel are going to happen, but also I have had uh, dreams about persecution, and I'm starting to think about more of them right now. I remember another one that's on this program that I shared about where I saw um, Christians were being persecuted in the United States, another one, and that was here in the last couple of years. It was a very detailed, very, very, very detailed vision about Christians being persecuted in the United States. And in the, in the vision, in the dream, um, I entered into a home where there was a bunch of Christians meeting, and I took I took charge of, of the of the meeting uh, when the life of the Christians were uh, threatened by what I knew was coming, 
there was people coming with guns and I, I told everybody, get on your face now and begin to seek the Lord and pray. But anyways, that's not the whole vision. So I've had visions about persecution coming to the United States of America. Uh, in 2016 around, I had a visitation vision that is archived here on YouTube about the coming storm that I saw. And I had a vision where Daniel, the prophet, was in Babylon, but I knew it was speaking of America. And it was dark. The, the, the earth was dark. And then it shifted and it changed. He was in a posture of prayer, which is the attitude that we should have in this time of darkness. And it shifted. And as it shifted, as it shifted, okay, it became a very uh, ominous storm, incredible ominous storm, dark, uh, but a boating uh, 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 storm, lightning, thunders, just an incredible storm in the evening. And Daniel still was in a position of prayer. Then it shifted again, and it went to a vision of a city like New York or L.A. that had been the city, not the rural areas, but the city, which had been basically burnt down. Uh, then after that, it went into another vision. And in that vision, I was told through that vision to study all of these things, to study these things. Um, and I believe that's because I'm not the only person that had been given visions like this. And I, would, I was to study and research these things, okay, which I have done. So, again, I really feel that the Lord is saying that we're moving into this season where we're going to have to hide. And that's, uh, that is a prophetic word. I believe that we are going into a time of transition. I believe that you're going to see things that are going to change in the United States rapidly. Um, after this program, I will go do a podcast on my podcast. Um, only because I'm, uh, I try to be a very disciplined person, so I do a lot. Anyways, so, uh, but also I've had visions about e the economic storm that we are in and that we will go into. I had a visions about that a couple of years ago. They're all documented. And so I believe that this, this, this storm is going to have many elements to it, okay? That is what the Lord has shown to me and other prophets, Okay, and so um, e economic, This and I'm telling you this stuff because it's no longer the time, if you can prepare, prepare if you can, but for some, the time has passed, and the only thing you can do now is spiritually prepare, because you don't have the finances, you don't have that all, and if, and if you had taken the little that you had and, and for years prepared, You'd be ready for what's coming. Okay. Okay. Uh, economic, uh, the, there's uh, going to be this economic situation. We saw drought, that video, in fact, that I did on drought, um, that I had in a vision from the Lord. Let me share on that. It was a visitation of the angel of the Lord. He was eight foot tall. He stood on my right-hand side, and I've done several videos on this. Um, because the first one, as I did in the first one, if you listen to it, I said, I'm going to come back and try to understand everything that this visitation uh, was about. I didn't even remember all of the visitation. Okay. 
And uh, that first vision was um, that I had visitation, whatever you want to call it. It was June, okay, June 25, okay, 2021, okay? And it is prophetic podcast, hash mark, 353, semicolon, Prophecy of what is coming to America, visitation of the angel of the Lord. And I began to talk in that visitation uh, that uh, about how that all the grass was on, on the area that I saw. Later, as I, I said, I was going to come back and study it more. I did a few months later. And I explained that the grass, like in the Bible, there was a field, and that the field and as I said in that video, I said, I think this is speaking about all of America. Well, when I came back later, I said, it is. And I came back later about five to six months ago. And this is before Putin or or uh, Biden or the news was talking about this food shortage. And, and that vision was over, ten, the other one was 10 months ago, 11 months ago. And I was saying, hey, look. Uh, this is what's coming. And what I saw was the whole earth, because as I studied the, the what a uh, parable, the, the, uh, the parable symbol, symbolic meaning of what the earth represents, in the, that is what a field represents in the earth. And it's really clearly in one of the parables of Jesus, he says, the field represents the earth. So then I knew, and it cracked the code of the, sim, the symbolism, because uh, visions and dreams are parables, they're allegories, they're similes, they're patterns, they're, um, they're, they're types, they're shadows, okay? And so the, the field that I and this eight-foot angel stood in, uh, we were, it was the earth, and all of the grass was dead. Food shortage, whether it's man-made or 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 not is irrelevant because this is the word Lord that I, I gave that this is we're going to have this situation that's going to come and that was over 10 months ago so this food shortage uh and then five to six months ago i said hey this is going to be a food shortage and i shared that on several videos and, and I, they're just in there my videos that i did probably four or five of them possibly okay so food shortage, the one that's on the television right now, that food shortage. Yes. Um, so the purpose today is to tell you to get prepared. That's, that's what I'm here for. Um, and, and that's what I'm here for to tell you. And this is what I feel like I must tell people, Hey, you're, you're, you've been very lack and, and very unsober in your preparation for this coming situation. You are not ready for what's coming. You simply think that people that are prophesying like this are, are just stirring things up. Listen, I've been prophesying this for years, okay? Videos are archived in time by YouTube. They're there, okay? So that's a reality, okay? And we discussed all of this stuff. And, I, and some things I couldn't talk about on this platform that all came down, uh, uh, because because if you talk about them, you'll get in trouble with uh, with them. But anyway, so that was the first video that I shared on that subject. The next one, um, well, that's the second one actually. No, is that the second one? Okay, the second one 
Okay, the, the okay, I actually what I just gave you is the second one. The first vision was 11 months ago. Okay. Okay. The next yeah, uh, okay, and the first one was here. Prophetic podcast hash mark 350 warning to all the nations from the angel of the Lord. Okay, that was yeah, that I I said that right. June the 11th, 2021. The second one, pardon me, was uh, now it's hash mark 253. Uh, uh, okay, prophecy of what's coming to America, visitation of the Lord. Well, both of them are the same month. I thought I did another one since then. Hopefully, um, <laughs> anyways. Amen. Amen. Let me see here real quick here, y'all. Just going to do this real quick. Okay, I got to do this one second. And this is a live program. I recognize that. And this will go to a podcast as well. So that if you do want to... Um, if you want to go ahead and listen to it that way, you can as well. Okay, here's another couple of them here that I did. I've done several on this since then. So I, I'm revisiting that vision over and over again, okay? Um, it looks like in another podcast, I shared prophetic podcasts, uh, hash mark 375, stock market crash, eminent, and food shortage, okay? Because I'm revisiting that vision and interpreting that vision more and more. Um, another one here, prophetic podcast, hash mark three, 383, a semicolon prepare for a long winter and a food shortage. Okay. That's November, um, November the 12th, 2021. Okay. And so I'm telling you, these things are coming. Let me tell you something. I had a vision it, and of myself, and in that vision, I was standing, and it was cold. It was like it, I was wearing a down jacket. Now, as a retired firefighter for the forestry service, okay, I'm going to tell you something. Um, we, I know what cold is. Uh, generally, we're in the hot season, but I know what cold is because we stay overnight and we live out in the fire areas and they can drop pretty cold we're given we're given down and we were given down sleeping bags and uh let me tell you something down will keep you warm down will keep you warm it's amazing and so even though in the fire season of the days is pretty hot at night these the weather can drop down so in the vision i had i was wearing a down uh, a down jacket and it was cold around me and, um, and, uh, so anyways, it was cold and, 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 and I'll tell you something, I, I also believe that that cold represents, and I know this is going to sound radical, but I think that we're going to actually have a change in weather, not global warming. I actually think in, uh, in the next 10 years or so, we may be advancing into global cooling. And I know that's a little radical. And uh, I'm not the only person who's saying that, but that that vision made me think about that, um, that we could be going in that direction. But anyways, 
So I'm just telling you, I'm blowing the trumpet that the scripture that the Lord gave me was from Psalms 27, okay, verse 5, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me, he shall set me upon a rock. And we've got some other scriptures here that I want to share as well on this subject. Give me a second here. Amen. Okay, actually, did I? Okay, here they are. Here's some other scriptures on this subject. I just want to give you some scriptures because we are, you're going to, you need to prepare for this. Psalms 31, 20. You hide them in the secret place of your presence and from the conspiracies of men. Oh, that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about is you don't know, but I, over time, I've collected solar power here for the ministry. We have a ministry. We're a 513C, and we've got two brothers living in two little houses that are here. You call them houses, whatever you want to call them, but they're... Uh, I have, you know, they're set up for electric. They both have solar and uh, we have solar set up for here because I'm not only sharing that these things are coming and I don't believe they're coming. I've actually, we are here and over the time it's taken a long time. And I'm going to tell you the supernatural, each time I bought more solar for all of us so that we're, we're able to be off grid. I said, Lord, I don't have the money. And within days, People were spoken to by the Holy Spirit and sent the amount of money. And I'm, I'm talking like if I was buying something that was $1,500, $1,500 was sent. And then I would go and say, I'm going to buy more. That's my cat over there. Wow. But anyways, and then I would go and buy more. And then I said, okay, Lord, this is another $1,500. And that's my cat back there. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know how I can't afford that. And, um, then another two or three brothers would send an exact, like the exact amount, like like either over it or just like within pennies under it, literally, literally. And then I would buy the next one. And then I'm Lord, I don't have the money. This is going to cost me $1,500. I don't have it. Then people will be spoken to by the Holy Spirit and send the exact amount. And I didn't come on the program and say, this is what I'm doing on our ministry grounds and we need this money. And if you don't, we're going to die and do nothing. You just were spoken to by the Holy Spirit and sent 500 and you don't even know. And then another one, you sent 300, another brother, you sent, you know, uh, uh, you know, 600, whatever, boom. And everything was provided. And this has happened over, over and over again. And that's how we basically live here because, because we don't go there and into the direction of talking about what the needs are here. And sometimes I feel stressed because I'm human and I wonder about, you know, hey, look at if more money's going out of the ministry and there's not more money coming in, how are we going to meet the ministry needs here? How are we going to, you know, uh, I've got to eat. My, my, my family has to eat here. These brothers need, you know, uh, to be able to have a, a place to stay in the property that we rent here. It's like a small ranch. And yet, but yet the Lord just comes through supernaturally and everything's met. Now I've got some people that are regular sponsors. You guys are big deal for this ministry, but I'm telling you, see, we're, we're experiencing supernatural provision, not when things go bad. We're, we're, we're experiencing that now. Okay. 
we meet here seven days a week to pray and intercede. We pray for the people who watch this program. And we meet here seven days a week for a Bible study and prayer every single day, seven o'clock every day. That's why I don't start at seven o'clock in the morning. I start at like 8.30 or nine because sometimes the prayer meeting or the Bible study will go longer. Okay. And that's with people that are actually living here on the ministry grounds. And so, you know, when I'm saying we are preparing, I'm not talking that I come here and do a video and then I'm not preparing. And I and and by the grace of God, we are now able to be completely off grid. Completely. I think we need to buy more food, to be honest. And and I, you know, I would have uh, have done that, but it's like, wow, that's more money's going out here. Can't do that. I got to meet the needs here. We got to, you know, I got to take care of a family too. Not just my two brothers that live here, but I got to take care of a family. Uh, my uh, daughter's husband died last year. And now I've got my daughter and my two grandchildren here that are staying here basically permanent. And I've got to take care of them. So we're, but we're living by faith and God is supernaturally providing for us. And, and so I want to encourage you, don't wait to prepare you should be prepared already. You should buy like, what are they, MRI, MRAs or whatever. You should buy those. Um, you should be, you should have food. I, I, I don't care what people say. Look, and I told you before and you said to me, well, really, John, do you think we need to buy food? I've been telling you that for years before I even had those visions and dreams because I've had other dreams and visions about, about this, about food shortages Years and years ago, years ago. Let's see if I can find some of those real quickly. That's right. I forgot about that. For years, I've had visions that food shortages were coming. For years, people. Okay. Let's, let's you know, if you want to get the facts in, involved here, let's do that. Okay. So let's look at that. Okay. So I'm telling you, it's time for preparation now. Okay. Time is now not later. Okay. All right. Food shortage five years ago, a vision of famine and worldwide food shortage. See, I mean, you're watching programs and you're saying, wow, they're saying this on this stream and that stream. Well, that's great that they're, that, that they are saying that, but, but I've been a voice in the wilderness saying that while everybody was saying peace, prosperity, and safety. It's archived. This video is Vision of Famine and Worldwide Food Shortage, February the 17th, 2017. It's just been shared. Uh, there's one right there. And then I don't have all of them, to be honest. Um, I think another one was Prophetic Podcasts, Hashmark 107, econom uh, e econ okay. Economy, Food Shortage, and Christian Persecution. That one is December the 4th, 2019, okay? I don't even remember what's on these videos, but some of them are visions that I've had. Uh, another podcast, um, uh, Hashmark 219 Prophetic Podcast, um, uh, Turbulent Times, Testing, Food Shortage, Crisis, Hollywood Corruption. I don't even know what that oh, that's all about. And all of that, of course, okay. And then we've, so we, we go through all of these different ones. I remember a vision that I saw two rows of corn, and then I had another vision 
of, of home gardening. And then I had another vision where I was like taking the spirit all the way to like El Taurus and uh, a man was growing all of this food and stuff and all these visions. This is vision after vision after vision after vision about a food crisis coming to the United States of America. So I'm not just sharing this like some people are saying, well, I'm prophesying there's a food crisis. Well, God bless you. God bless you. They're legit. They're true. They're right. Okay, but we've been prophesying that for years here. Okay, years. While well, this ministry was called uh, what was it used to be? It used to be Channel Joel 228 TV. But everybody thought I was Joel. That's the scripture, Joel 228. And everybody called me Joel for years. I'm Pastor John. We changed the name. It's it's the final stand with Pastor John. So we've been sharing that, and so. We want to get people prepared. That's the purpose of this program today. I, so I, I'm not seeking to, you know, do things in a certain format that you want or or whatever you're expecting. I'm just giving you the facts. Okay, that's all I am. Uh, and and uh, uh, I understand that I've I've got some rough edges. And uh, uh, yeah, I get it. Uh, no 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 kidding. But uh, the Lord speaks to me. He has spoken to me, and I believe He'll continue to speak to me. And I will continue to be a voice for the Lord. Uh, one thing is, I'll tell you why, because you can't pay me off. And I've, listen, I pastored eight different times in my life, and I made a decision that I'll, I, that I've made a decision that I'll never, ever, ever pastor a church of 10,000. I pastored actually in churches of 5,000 people. But, but I've made a decision that I'll never do that. And you know why? Because I'll always preach about sin. I will preach people can fall away from the, the faith. I will preach on repentance. I will speak the truth. And I realized because of the apostasy in the United States of America, when I got ordained in 1987, I, there was a potential of me going and preaching at churches of 5,000 or pastoring at churches of five or 10,000. That was a possibility. But in the, the age of apostasy we're in, I can't compromise the truth. So basically, that's simply, and I've just made that decision that, hey, look it, I'm simply not going to be that type of a person. My ministry is not going to be that way because these large ministries that are out there, they don't preach like I do on holiness. And so if I, if they preach like I did do on holiness, they know that their platforms, their, their channels would not have as much results. And so the people that watch my program, program, they're remnant people. I've got doctors that watch my program. I've got uh, attorneys that watch my program. Um, uh, I have my doctorate myself, but, I, but I've got all types of people of every type of class. I've got women, I've got younger people, I've got older people that watch my program. But, but I'm going to preach the truth, whether that makes me popular or not. And so I'm going to warn people like I was warning people when the prophets were all saying peace and safety. I was warning people what was coming. And now we're having it. Now we're living what what I prophesied, what the Lord gave you. By the way, I'll make it clear. Look, it, I, I, the, the, I am just a person and it's God. But I'm telling you, prepare yourself. Get ready. OK, get ready. That's what I'm telling you. And I try to keep it clear and try to make it simple. Uh, amen. And uh, so that is what the Lord has put on my heart. Let me read some more scriptures here on this. So just kind of going over some of that there. Okay. Um, I, I had the visions, several visions about darkness coming. That's why there's this. That's why if you say, well, why is this guy got solar power on three of his houses on the ranch that, that, that he rents? Why does he have that? Why does he have that? Okay, 
And when I say houses, I mean small, tiny little places like what you would call like uh, very tiny places that these guys live in. But, okay, why do I have solar power? Because I heard an audible voice in a vision where I was caught up into a vision, however you want to call it, word, it doesn't really matter, caught up, went, had, I don't really care, okay? This cat is driving me crazy. Get out of there, get out of there. I can't get her out of there. Get out of there, Prissy. She's that cat, we call her Prissy because she is such a prima donna. So darkness, darkness is coming. I heard an audible voice and it said this. What I saw in the vision was this. Okay, in the vision, I saw this. Try to remember. Okay, there was a, a U.S. military guy on the right-hand side. And he said to somebody, I was in another country, which was an American ambassador. He said this, ambassador the lights are going down. Then I had another vision where I was with Lois Sharp and the earth became dark at three o'clock in the afternoon. I think that's spiritual. Then I've had other visions where the angel of the Lord caught me up into heaven, okay, where the angel of the Lord was standing on my right-hand side, right? And, and we were on the earth and all of the grass was dead, which the, it was a field, and the field is the earth. So we're talking about a global food shortage, right? Documented that video vision. Then he told me, and I couldn't remember it all, I told you to pray. And he said this, he said, many that are rich are going to lose everything, and many that are, are not will become very wealthy. And then the word that I said, you got to pray for me to remember what he said. The word that then he said, calamity is coming. That's what he said. Then I was caught up into heaven. And I don't know what other word to use other than that, because now I'm up in heaven. And I'm looking down over the earth. And the earth is covered in darkness. And there's a few places that have light. Okay. And so I'm telling you, um, I think you ought to have some backup for your lights. I don't understand if all of this is supernatural or natural, but I think that the vision I had of the, the military general or sergeant or captain, I really don't know who he was or, or what, what rank he had, but he looked like he was high up there. He said, the lights are going down, ambassador. That was an audible voice. Just like when I heard an audible voice say that there's going to be a huge earthquake and I was taken into a vision, and I believe that was about California, and that was years ago. And I believe there will be a huge earthquake in California, a huge one in California. This is years ago. It's archived on this pro program. So that is going to happen. And so what I'm doing this video is because I feel that people are not preparing. I just feel that that's why. And uh I prayed, I seek the Lord, I ask him to give me an end time season word, prophetic word that people need to hear. Let me read this another scripture here. Psalm 31, 20. You hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracy of man. A lot about what's going to happen here, some of what's going to happen is because a lot of stuff that has happened is in conjuncture to propaganda. And so the lights are going to go out because of that, 
because if you're going to nip it in the bud, you're going to have to do that. Now, we're not talking, we didn't tell, we didn't even say what location this is going to happen in and for what country and for what reason. So this is, uh, remember, uh, if you're intelligent for every text, there must be a context or it's a pretext. So what I just said, the, 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 uh, what I just said, the, the contents, contents of what I said was not put into context. The contents of what I said was not put into contents. So can it, it cannot, therefore, logically, practically, sensibly, rationally, in any way, shape, form, dimension, aspect, or realm, violate any platform. Because I'm, I'm not even discussing location, country, anything. I'm just telling you um, that uh, I'm telling you this right now. At a, and it's okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that not for you. I'm saying that for these people that try to censor these things. They cannot censor it. They're going to put this up on Google and they're going to like it because we're staying within the the guidelines of YouTube. They will put it up. Um, I guarantee it. They have to because they've all got somebody over the top of them and they can all get fired and removed. You hide them in the secret place of your of your presence from the conspiracy of man. You keep them secretly in the shelter from the from the strife of the tongue. I think that's going to happen in the earth. Where I'm not going to talk about that right now, and why I'm not talking about. It. I'm not talking about the where or the why. So if you are saying that I am, you play this video over a million times, and it'll still not say the where or the why of what I'm saying. That's simply not true. Okay, let's go into. Uh, Psalm 64, 2, hide me from the secret counsel of the evil doers. Amen. God is going to do that. From the, the, the tumult, tumult, that's King James, from the, it's phonetic so I can read it, from the tumult of those who do iniquity. I, that's like trouble or difficulty, I suppose. Okay, and I, I do know that. Uh, so he said, hide me from the secret counsel of the evil doers. Wow. Hide me from the from the secret counsel of the evildoers, from the tumult of those who do iniquity. Amen. Amen. I believe that's going to happen. Amen. So I really believe the now word is that that you need to pray so you're ready for what's coming. Okay. I really believe that. Um, and you really need to pray about whether you f you fly or flee also, because you don't want to be trying to fly or flee in the middle of what's coming. R really, think about it. You want to be you, you want to be driving out of California in the middle of a big earthquake. I don't know when that earthquake's coming. Do you want to be flying and fleeing out of a state or something like that? When all of a sudden the lights are going to be down for a week or so, you really want to you really want that to happen. Whether it's an EMP attack, I don't know, but I think it's actually going to happen. Well, I'm not going to get into the details of that, but I saw that happen, and 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 in the vision, the 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 military man, whoever it was, which I heard audibly, this was a vision experience, heard audibly uh, in this. I was awake. I heard the lights are going down, Ambassador. I heard that literally audibly okay so they didn't say why so we're not here to talk about that as a platform but we are what we are here to do is in all these situations we're not saying the why or the where we're saying prepare now we could say it on another platform but we can't say it here 
okay? But I'm still intelligent enough to say it and know how to do that where I won't, I won't violate anything, and they have to put the video up, okay? So it'll go out, okay? So understand that. Some of you have come in here from the video that some of these videos that got like four to 10 or 7,000 people here on some of these prophecies, and you came in and you subscribed. Uh, some of you came in just through regular videos that didn't do much, but you were like, hey, this is legit. doesn't matter why. I'm going to be here prophesying in, until I can't prophesy, okay? And I do pray this. I will say this. When the lights go out, people, if, if you still have finances coming in, I, I, you know I never preach on finances here. I never tell people they've got to give. But you who are faithful, I do say this, that when the lights go out, if if you're still being, uh, your finances are still being taken care of, or if there's a crisis here for a while and, and the internet goes down, if you if you're able to to still give, praise the Lord. I would appreciate it. I, you may not be able to. Maybe the banking system, because I've had visions about the banking system going down. Now we've had a bunch of banking system situations go down already, but I've had visions about that. Um, I've had the visions about a transfer of wealth. Also, I've had visions that the gold standard will be returned in the United States of America, and I believe that. I believe that. And so this, this video is, is basically a preparation video. We've been prophesying this stuff for years uh, with this prophetic ministry. Um, God has saw, uh, he, God has done a miracle and that God has supernaturally, uh, I, I actually asked a brother, I won't mention his name, I asked him to pray and to intercede for me. Um, and well, his name is Kevin Zadai, who's, who he is, and he prophesied over me. And he told me that God was going to turn around my finances and my ministry. And right after that, um, a miracle occurred. And my finances and my ministry have been able to keep me going all these now couple years like this. And I would not be able to prophesy or preach if it wasn't because of those who are been moved to the Holy Spirit to, to help us here. So, um, and, and, I, and, and I want to connect that to you. If God can provide for me supernaturally to provide for the ministry here, why can't he do that for you? He can. And if you have a pastor where you go, give to that pastor if the Lord wants you to give there. If you're if you're helping the homeless, continue to do that. Whatever it is, because because you're you're actually the Bible says he that gives or helps the poor lends to the Lord and the Lord will repay him. Whatever you're doing, understand something. You're 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 it's spiritual preparation for what's coming. And, and some of you are like, well, I've, I, I've given to the Lord. I've given these ministries. Nothing's ever happened. Well, guess what? You didn't need it. You're living fat and pretty on your, your blessed assurance, you know, your ever-widening blessed assurance. Listen, God is going to take care of you in the day of trouble. It's not trouble. Some of you don't get that, okay, because we're not preaching this hyper-prosperity gospel here. But we are we are preaching that God will take care of you, and He will take He'll He'll meet your needs and He'll prosper you. But we're not preaching the hyper prosperity gospel here. But understand something: some of you are like, I don't get it. Well, you know something: when the things when things get tough in America, you've got credit with the Lord. He'll take care of you. He's got covenant. He's got a covenant. There's scriptures that that are 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 dealing with what I'm saying that God will do it. So what's coming? Don't panic. Okay, I just feel impressed to say, don't panic. A lot of you guys are going to have the propensity to panic. Okay, don't do that. Yes, the lights are going to go down. 
Yes, the United States is going to be more shaken. Yes, there's going to be some chaos and confusion. Yes, some people are not going to know what, 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 what is true and what's not true. Yes, there's going to be voices saying this and saying that. Yes, there may not be voices at all because the electric and the Internet may go down um, in America and other countries. It might be necessary um, and necessary for what we're, we're, we haven't said. We haven't discussed that. And we're not talking where, why, or any of that here. We're just talking. Uh, it, you know, we're just sharing. You can't, you can't remember for every text, there must be a context or it's a pretext. Okay. They, they teach you that, uh, at school. It's, it's, you know, if, if that's a, that would be taught in theology. If you, if you have any degrees in theology, you'd know that, but that's also a fact in all forms of narrative or dialogue. And so, therefore, in science, even even an attorney would say, look, it, if something is said, but it's not put into context, you cannot assume anything that's illegal. You can't say the person said this or they said that or they meant this or they meant that. No, that's speculation, presumption. That's all that is. And you can't do that. So I'm just sharing all of this here and blowing out the, the, the trumpet. God bless you. I'm done for today. I just want to say hi to everybody out there. Please keep us in prayer here. Amen. I totally depend on the anointing of God. And I'm going to delete this person here. Um, you know, I just want to say this really quickly to this guy here. John Mollery. John Mollery, listen. Um, you need to get born again. And you need to be saved. Uh, I have nothing against you, uh, John. Uh, that's Mollery or something. But you need to get born again. You need to get saved. You need to renounce the cult. You, you need to renounce um, anything else but Jesus Christ as Lord, God, and Savior. And I'm just telling you that. But if you say things here that are silly and off, I'm going to delete and block you. But I want to give everybody a chance for salvation, John. Okay, John Mollery, I guess it is. I want you, John, to turn yourself to Jesus Christ, turn you, yourself away from familiar spirits, and turn yourself to the living God, okay? Uh, I, um, I want you to, uh, I, I don't hate anybody, I don't, I teach on this program not to, you know, I, I'm simply not about that, but I want you to, but we've, you've had some set things that some people think that you've said some things that are very, uh, I don't want to even talk negative about you, but things that are just very off, and so I'm being very polite about that, amen? What is it? Finally, the adjective, what is it? I don't know what this is all about anyways. Anyways, God bless you. I am going to delete one comment, but uh, I'm not going to delete the rest. Well, God bless you, and thank you all for coming. Hold on. We're not going to delete yet anybody, but I'm just giving you guys a warning, okay? Just giving you a warning, okay? Also, yeah, go, okay, go ahead and just say, please do... Um, you know, we have backup channels, okay? So even though the videos may be the same, please do me a personal favor and subscribe to my Gab. Subscribe to my Odyssey. Subscribe to my Rumble channel. Please do that, okay? Uh, please do that. Uh, please subscribe to all of them. Even though I haven't done a tweet on Twitter, please subscribe to my Twitter account. Um all of that is in the description area next to the ministry uh, routing and bank number and the P.O. box. By the way, don't send offerings to my regular address. Um, if you have, God bless you. I appreciate it. 
but please make the checks out to love without chains, like, you know, having chains on you, love without chains. That's our 5013. Okay, so don't make checks out to John Lopez. Okay, make the checks out to love without chains, like, no, you know, your people are locked in chains, right? Okay, and send it to the P.O. Box. That's the P.O. Box uh, thing. Don't send it to my my regular, uh, uh, to my mailbox. Send it to the P.O. Box. And uh, if you want to give, there's different ways you can give on there. Uh, you can go to my website that I have. That's just a regular website. It's never, ever completely finished. Needs still editing and whatever. But it, you have the opportunity of giving by Square there, PayPal there, and you can give to the by the bank as well. So, because we're, you know, we have a real bank ministry account and all that stuff because we're a 513 and we've been doing this for years. So, anyways, yeah, please do subscribe to that. Thank you, sister, for t uh, telling me to say that. I'm going to do a podcast after this. Might have to eat and get a little rest <laughs> from doing this, this, this preaching here today. But I intend to go and do a podcast after this and, um, and, and try to share some things that are on my heart as well on that podcast that are not going to be shared here. On that podcast, I'll, I'll have videos from here uploaded. But also, I'm going to share things that I don't share on this uh, podcast here on YouTube. So I'm going to do one here afterwards and uh, in my office that I have in my office because uh, I've got grandchildren here. They're going to get up and make noise. So hopefully the, the equipment that I have um, that you can't see, but the equipment that I have here, I might be able to take a picture of it. You might be able to see it. Let's see that. Some of the equipment. I've got a lot of equipment, actually. You won't see all of it here in this picture. Um, I don't know if I can even do this. Okay. It's a little, it's a little interesting. That picture is going to be a little interesting right there. I'm going to block out that other area over there. There you go. Kind of just put it like that there. Boom. Okay. Anyways, um, let's see. Anyways. Like uh, this, I don't know if you can see that, right? There's the, there's my phone inside of there. It's on a stand and then it's in a, in a box. That's a sound box. And hopefully that sound box is helping. Hopefully that sound box is helping doing the program. This helps a lot. This way I can have my technical uh, stuff here that I'm listening to the program with. Um, that's another another phone. And this really helps a lot because you otherwise, if you do a program like this, everything will turn off. So that's another little piece of equipment there that we use. Plus, through the donations of people over the years, we have we are in the mountains, but yet we have high we have, um, you know, high speed Internet. How, how do I do that? Because people have donated over the years and, and we've been able to do that. So we have. Oh, we, we have about on this property here, 2000 or so dollars worth of high speed equipment. It's, it's not a satellite. They're called booster boxes. And I have uh, a booster box in my office so that my, my, um, computer whiz, uh, um, Alessandro can do editing and work on all the beautiful pictures and you're seeing like a lot of different beautiful stuff out there like pictures on our videos and all of that and the websites and all that that's Alessandro he, and he goes into the office we have a literal office here and he goes in there and we've got internet back there and he works in there in that office which I've got my baby chicks in there right now I got to take them out 
but um, <laughs> literally because I've got uh, I bought 18 baby chicks. But anyway, so we got internet back there. We've got internet back in my back room because this is this is a house. Uh, that gives me and my wife and everybody. And then we have a high-speed internet booster box, not a satellite, not internet from some company. They're called booster boxes. And they, they cost quite a uh, 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 you know, some money. But they'll bring a signal in from miles away, and they'll make it like I'm able to do this program. And all of this kind of stuff is necessary for this ministry. And we'll have to buy new stuff. Every, every couple of years, we have to buy all new stuff. But uh, all of that, and I just say this because I, I really – you know, I don't think that I'm doing this ministry because I'm standing on my own. I think that I am standing on the shoulders of other people and that that I have been uh, pray, people pray for this ministry. They intercede your encouragement of letters that you write to me that you just encourage me. They mean so much to me. Testimonies of, hey, I got free through your ministry. God set me free from this bondage. Things like that I've read over the years. That kind of stuff, I get letters like that. God touched me by the Holy Spirit watching your program. Uh, you released a prophetic word. I began to have visions and dreams. I, I began to release a prophetic word that that you know Christian God was going to start talking to people by visions and dreams. And you released that on the program. I never had them before. I'm starting to have them now. You know, all those things, you write those letters um, I've, I've given, you know, different prophetic uh, messages that I've given to people personally over the years. They're like, man, that was, was you know, spot on and accurate. Well, praise God, it was. <laughs> if it was, it wasn't me, you know. Um, and we get letters like that. And all of those letters and all of that encouragement and all that you do for us makes it possible to give us the the, the courage it takes to get up every day facing life as it is. You know, we had two of our, our son-in-laws died last year. Both of our son-in-laws died last year. Uh, one in, oh man, I almost forget, February the 9th and the other one is September the 30th. Should never forget that. And uh, what a tragedy of, of that and what a hard hit. And, you know, when people encourage you, that's what gets you up in the morning to do a program. Amen. So it's not just the finances that people give to keep us going here. We need the morale to do it. We need the, the inspiration and the motivation. We're human beings. We need encouragement. And so your prayers, when you tell me you're praying for me, it means so much. I don't think that I'm here preaching, teaching, prophesying, whatever I'm doing. Uh, I, I think that the reason I'm doing it is because there's a body of Christ out there, and I appreciate you all. So I just want to say that. And I, like I told you one thing, I believe that people all, always ought to say thank you, I appreciate you, and also sorry. And I think that people that don't do that have something spiritually wrong with them. And I always want to say thank you, and I appreciate you, that pray for me, that send me letters, that support me. That, that are just my friends out there, I appreciate you, and God bless you, amen, and this is a very personal program, and uh, so I just want to say that really quickly, so God bless you out there, Viviana, God bless you, um, I'm not sure of the name there, but uh, uh, man, I'm sorry, this is uh, good morning, Pastor John and Saints, well, God bless you, and welcome as well here, sister, in the Lord, uh, Matthew, good talking to you here the other day, uh, on the phone. God bless you so much. God bless you, Spammy. Amen. Uh, Spammy says, if, a, if baby formula is short, then a food shortage is not far away. Well, over here where we live, there's already food shortage here in California. 
Um, you can go to the store and that lady was at the store recently in, in uh, frozen fruit area. And she's like, there's no frozen fruit. And I told her, well, you better get a membership at Costco now. And she's like, huh? <laughs> but I mean, there's, you go to stuff here now. It's not here in a lot of stores. People are telling me about somebody was saying they went to eight different stores to find something they needed and all the shelves didn't have it. So don't, don't think that that food shortage is coming. Uh, go listen to uh, uh, different people out there that are on there um, um, that are presently talking about it. Didn't know it was coming, but are presently talking about it. Jeremiah Babe, he's a born-again Christian. He goes in and he documents all the stores that don't have food in them. And he goes in there and he videotapes it. So don't think it's coming. It's here. Okay. All right. But it's going to get worse. Amen. God bless you. Uh, it says, um, amen. Well, the brothers, the person says they finally got, uh, got me back here to your channel. Well, God bless you. Amen. God bless you as well. Um, amen. Lily, God bless you. Amen. Uh, it says prophetess. It's Latoya. Oh, it's sister Latoya. Okay. God bless you, sister Latoya. I hope you're doing well. Amen. Sister Latoya, God bless you. I'm, I'm happy to see you here. And it's and it's been a while since we talked on the phone, but not too long. But it's always good uh, talking with you. Amen. And I do answer my phone, but sometimes I'm so busy because I'm doing stuff that that I that I that I don't. And it it never means that I'm not answering my phone or my texts or my emails because I don't care. But I but I cannot uh, spread myself so thin since we're basically a pretty small ministry to answer all the emails and texts and all of that. In fact, I want to even do some videos on some things people ask me, but so far I haven't been able to think about how to do them yet. And I think it was Denise that sent me some things that I could do some videos on Gab, but I have yet to really figure out how I can do that. As you see, I'm very active and I'm always doing what I find is the number one priority. So anyways, just want to say hi to everybody out there. Amen. And forgive me if I haven't got to it. One of these days I want to. Amen. <laughs> Wearing many hats. Well, you know, the thing is, is when you're a small ministry and things have got to get done, you know, uh, I, I have Brother Faithful Gary here. He helps us on the ranch. Um, it takes a takes a, a burden off my shoulders, faithful, and 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 I've got Alessandra that helps me on the internet. But that's just you know that's that's uh, those two brothers are actually on the ministry grounds. And yes, people that are outside of it, not on the ministry grounds, could help us too. We have church service as well. But but nevertheless, um, it, it's really it's it's uh, it's the people that are here that are we're working together. We work as a team here. And uh, on the grounds here. And um, so we actually do that. So it's, it's you know, there's so much that, you know, and, and you know, to be honest, I would have to be able to pay um, somebody full time to take care of all the uh, ministry uh, paperwork and, and all the tax paperwork you do with the ministry and all the you know, whatever it is, putting a flyer out or whatever it is doing and all the stuff that we do, you know, really, I would like to have had a full time secretary, but I am that secretary, by the way, I do it. So, I, you know, when you have a ministry, you have to you have to talk with attorneys, you got to keep all your paper stuff and all that stuff. I do it myself 
and and I don't have a secretary. So whatever is done here outside of what these other brothers help me with, which I couldn't do a lot of what I'm doing, they're they're really helping me. And so, um, yeah, I have a lot of hats, but I can only do so much because, uh, you know, our our main group, that is not um, people that follow the program, um, but uh, but the main people here on the ministry grounds, the physical, tangible, corporeal grounds that I rent and where we have three different places and where we meet and pray and have church services and stuff. We're, we're not massive, again, because we're preaching the truth and we're not going to compromise. So, um, but uh, hey, there's some brothers that are talking about moving here and joining us, several more uh, from out the, throughout the United States of America, but we need to buy a piece of property before we can do that. And right now, I'm not even going to look at buying property. Um, I, I uh, need more, but uh, but but I'm not even going to look at it because the economy is going to crash and then these uh, highly inf- inflationary housing prices are going to drop. And then in the future, maybe we could buy a piece of property that we can actually own ourselves. And and then different brothers like uh, Johnny Davis um, that want, wants to, to move here and Aaron that wants to move here. These are people that we talk with regularly on the phone that are a part of this ministry through through this channel here that we talk with regularly and, and we reach out to. Um, and uh, I've had other brothers I'm not going to mention here, but throughout the United States of America and different people, I've had sisters and different people that want to move with us. But the problem is we have, we're looking to buy a ranch. And right now we haven't had the complete finances for that. Um, you know, I'm even trying to build up my credit. I have I don't owe a, owe a single bill, praise God, the uh, that was a miracle of a, uh, from a brother of the Lord that supported us and really is a big fueler in this ministry. Couldn't do it without him, and um, that we don't have a single bill in the world, but we're building up credit. And so, uh, be praying for us for the vision that God has given to us. And I'll tell you this in closing: I'm praying for land, but I also pray in my prayer meetings here. God make me the man. And the brothers that are here with us and 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 all those who want to be a part of this vision make us the people that can that can build uh, this that they can get the 25 or 30 acres or whatever property and where we can help people make us the people that we can be a, a Goshen make us the people that can that now we're I feel that we're really living in a spirit of the New Testament community here. Uh, uh, here, I really feel that even with the sister that comes with us, I really feel that we're getting into that New Testament spirit of community here. I, I feel that's happening here in this ministry, but I believe that God wants to do it bigger. And so please pray that the Lord do it. Listen, I've had lots of prophets. I had an angel of the Lord standing right here, right here, and, and talk to me about getting land. So I've had prophets throughout the United States uh, people, prophets that have never met each other, prophetic, whether prophets or just people who've had visions, dreams. I've had people that had visions, dreams, prophetic words all over the place, even from other countries, I've been told. I see you owning a lot of land, uh, owning a lot of land. One sister says a prophetess, an international prophetess, has been like on TBN and stuff, programs like that. And, and she's she's been a friend of mine and said to me, I see you owning many pieces of property uh, that that are like um, places, they're like Goshen's all over the United States of America. Amen. Amen. So uh, just be praying 
Amen. Pray. And that's that's what you can do. You can intercede for this ministry that the Lord would get us through any legal loopholes to get one, because sometimes, you know, it, it's hard to get a piece of property like that, you know. So pray that the Lord will get us all that's necessary to do that, because we want to do that. Uh, uh, we want to be a, a Goshen of these end times, but also we want to be a, a place, place of refuge. One of my visions is just to help people that are poor. That's literally one of my visions is to help people that are poor and uh, so that they would, uh, who couldn't afford a piece of, uh, you know, like a place to uh, property to, to build or something, that we could help them on, you know, 20, 35 acres and do that. That's just a vision, but it's not a vision of mine. It's a vision that's been prophesied visions and dreams over and over again for many, many years. Angel of the Lord stood right here. I won't forget the day where I was sitting here on this chair. This is where I pray a lot of times. So the Lord will visit you. You, you create a memorial and, the, and, and, a, and like an altar to the Lord. The Lord will visit you where you make that altar and that that uh, memorial. I was stand, I was sitting right here like this. And all of a sudden, just like, I mean, an experience because I could hear, it was like, I could hear and feel the literal wind. So not just like a regular vision, but it was like, like that, like, like coming down from heaven, like that. And I, I wouldn't even turn my head. I was like, I'm not turning my head, though. I remember like I could, you know, I could I kind of remember what some kind of what he appeared to be. But I wasn't like really trying to focus too much on him. And and um, so anyways, he was there. He was like light, like light, kind of like blue light. I kind of hard to explain. I've seen lots of angels and stuff, but it's hard to explain. But. I wasn't trying to look at him because I was like petrified, like, you know, and, and he, he spoke to me about getting property and um, and he talked to me about it. And he actually told me some things that if I get property on how I'm to let the community live, he actually talked to me about that. And one of the main things, basically, what he told me is that that the rule that needs to be is the rule of the love of Christ. That's what I understood that he was trying to explain to me is that is that a community should be run by the law of the love of Christ. Anyways, long story. Uh, that's what I understood that the whole thing was about. Um, and that is also through other people who are prophets, me sharing that with them and them giving me an understanding of that. Amen. Anyways, God bless you. I don't, one second, y'all. Give me a second. Okay, God bless y'all. You're back. I had a little problem there, but I see all there. Anyways, I got to get off because it gets like 110, 115 here. Today, I'm already sweating. I'm not going to turn the air conditioner on. Hopefully, my sound booth will work for that But uh, later because I will have to turn it on at some point. Um, and then I turn my fireplace off when it gets like, you know, it gets down to 25 degrees here. So 25 degrees to 110 to 115, summer, winter. Um, but it's a nice little piece of property. I like it. I enjoy it. Amen. Thank you so much. And, and, uh, appreciate all of you and, and love you all. Thank you so much. Please do keep us all in prayer. Amen. And we pray for you every day. Amen. God bless you. Shalom.